The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Favor determines the limits of everyone's destiny. Favor is like faith. It demands that God be your source and your only source. You can wear favor. People can see it on you. One encounter with favor was worth a lifetime of labor. With favor, you're gonna get confidence. With favor, all you got to do is know God. Now, I want you to get that, saints, because that is one of the biggest differences between the world and the church. I said, God will open up your door. That door can be locked and sealed for years, but when you stand in front of it, it will open up. The favor of God is so powerful until no harassment, no weapon, no nothing, because God has endorsed you. You're going into a place now where God's about to raise you up, but I don't want you to compromise going up the mountain. Come on, I don't want you to bow to Baal. I want you to maintain your stand. And the way you're gonna do that is through favor. Esther had favor. Ruth had favor. But I wanna talk about these two people, Daniel and Joseph. And let's talk about them in regards to favor. Let's start with Joseph. Let's go back to Genesis and chapter 37. Joseph was a son of Jacob. Jacob had other sons. But Joseph was given a coat of many colors. So let's go down to verse 3. Now Israel, Israel is the revelatory name for Jacob, loved Joseph more than all his children because he was a son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. Now where, who was Joseph's mother? Anybody remember? Rachel. All right. Remember Rachel had favor and Joseph found her. So now here is Joseph and Jacob had children by the other, uh, his other wife, so forth, so on. But Rachel had not had any children from Jacob, but now Joseph was born and Joseph was a child of Jacob and Rachel. Rachel had another child. What was his name? You remember? Benjamin, okay. So here is Joseph. Now let me give you the revelation of this. He made him a coat of many colors. Now, why didn't, he make the, why didn't he make the coat for all the other kids? Favor. Got it? Now, my point to you is, is because he was planning, this is me thinking, my own study of the scriptures, that Joseph was going to be the firstborn, even though he wasn't the oldest. The firstborn, as you know, gets a double portion. 
So he was going to be the firstborn. So he, because he came to the woman that Jacob first wanted. Okay, you remember how Laban switched women on him? Okay. All right. So now here's Joseph and he's dreaming. Let's pick up there in verse um, five. And Joseph dreamed a dream and dream a dream. And he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, here, I pray you this dream that I've dreamed. Well, behold, we were binding sheaves in the field and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obedience to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, shall thou indeed reign over us? Or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. So now he's having dreams. And he's having these dreams that he's a ruler. And that they're going to bow down to him. Now you know that was not good music to their ears. And verse 9, and he dreamed yet another dream and told it to his brethren and said, Behold, I've dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and his, uh, and his brethren and his father rebuked him. He said to him, what is this dream that you've dreamed? Now, the father kind of rebuked him because he told the father, you're going to bow down to me too. Now that's, that's worthy of a rebuke. And, and, but the father, Joseph, had a prophetic call on his life that God was showing him the future. And many times God will give you a dream showing you your future because he wants you in your assignment. That's one of the most important things to God, not money, assignment. And so in this, here's Joseph. And now he's told his father and his brothers, everybody now half mad at him. And so his brothers plotted first to kill him. And then one of the brothers talked him out of it and said, let's put him in a pit. So he's in a pit. And now he comes up out of that pit being sold by a traveling band of Ishmaelites. Now the favor and the blessing is on his life. So don't think that the Ishmaelites just happened to come by. No, 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 no. That's for people who don't know no better. This is the favor and the blessing operating in his life, timing his life. See. And so now here is Joseph and Joseph now is bound as a slave and taken down there. You're with me here. So he's got a prophetic destiny that must be fulfilled. Now notice what God does now. God takes him to Egypt. When I say God takes him, he was taken to Egypt by the traveling band of Ishmaelites. But as he brought out in Genesis 45, that it wasn't you that got me here, but God got me here. Say amen to this. Now there's two things I want to tell you here. One, 
is there, I believe, in Joseph was machinery that needed a certain environment for the anointing to kick in. And it couldn't kick in where he was. And sometimes God has to move you to a place that is conducive for what he has for you to manifest through you. Now, I know some of y'all wonder, how did I get here? You're in the right place because something's going to kick in. Now, in this, and sometimes he has to take us kicking and screaming, but, but you're in the right place. Can I get an amen on it? Now, sometimes you got to re-see this. God works overtly, but then sometimes he works covertly. He is Jehovah Jireh, but he's also Jehovah Sneaky. <laughs> now, I'm just putting that on my own words. All right, let's, let's look at this. Are y'all still here with me? Let's look at Matthew chapter 13, please. Let's go down to 31. God deliberately plants the righteous among the wicked. I'll say it one more time. God deliberately plants the righteous among the wicked. The tendency is for people to think that they are not supposed to go among the wicked. But you were not designed to be detached from the world. I don't know whether you know it or not, but you can go out witnessing on the streets and all of a sudden you meet somebody and you not been that long saved yourself. You've been through Bill Winston's foundation classes, been through the prayer class, but all of a sudden you start witnessing somebody and scriptures roll out of you that you never knew you knew. Why? Because of the mechanism. There's an environment that's designed to trigger something. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. Now. So what am I saying? I'm saying that if you look at Matthew chapter 13, say amen if you're there. In Matthew chapter 13, he said in verse 31, and, a, and a, another parable put he forth unto them saying, 
The kingdom of heaven is likened to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. Say mission field. When indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becometh a tree so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. This seed is you and you're planted in the field. That's the world. And God begins to divinely position you. Say amen to that. And it says that you grow up to be the greatest influence in there. Not only that, you'll become a tree. That means you will become a walking supply house. Boy, you got to get that man. Y'all, they ain't doing me right now. <laughs> now, what am I saying to you? I'm saying that God sends you there on purpose. And he sent him to Egypt on purpose. Look what he says in the book of John. And John chapter 17 and verse 15, I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that should keep them from the evil that is in the world. For they are not of the world, even as I'm not of the world. We're not of the world. But God's going to send you in here. Why? Because he has blessing on his mind. Now let's see where that comes from. Turn to Genesis chapter 12. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Now the Lord has said unto Abram, get thee out of thy country, from thy kindred, from thy father's house, into a land that I'm going to show you. And I'll make of you a great nation. I'll bless you, make your name great, and you'll be a blessing. I'll bless them that bless you, curse them that curse you, and in these shall all families of the earth be blessed. Let's start at first verse 2 in the Amplified to give you another degree of clarity. Here's what he says. And I'll make of you a great nation. I'll bless you with abundant, come on, increase of favors. God's got blessing on his mind. Say amen to that. He's going to send you a place to a place to lift the curse off of those folks. Because he's always trying to bump you into the direction of your blessing. He's always nudging you to your assignment. All right, look what it says. I'll make of you a great nation. I'll bless you with abundant increase of favors and make your name famous and what? Distinguished. And you'll be a blessing doing what? Dispensing goods to others. So notice what you're going to be. You're going to be a walking storehouse. You're looking for somebody to bless. The church has had the wrong mentality. We've been looking for somebody to bless us. Can you please help me? Help you. You're supposed to be helping the world. And all you have to do is change your thinking. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, 
into this. So notice, go on down to the next verse, please, and put it up in the Amplified. And I'll bless those that bless you who confer prosperity and happiness on you and curse him who curses or uses insolent language toward you. Man, that's powerful stuff. Folk can't even talk about you in private. In you will all, come on, families and kindreds of the earth be blessed. And by you, they'll bless themselves. That's what God's got on his mind. He's got on his mind fulfilling this that he covenant with Abraham because you are linked to Abraham. How? Galatians chapter three, verse nine. So then they which be of faith are what? Blessed with faithful Abraham. Verse 13. Are you of faith, first of all? Raise your hand if you're of faith. Well, you're blessed with faithful Abraham. Christ has redeemed us from what? The curse of the law being made a curse for who? Ah, for it is written, come on, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Keep going. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. How? Through faith. Verse 29, please. Verse 29. And if you be Christ, then are you whose seed? Abraham's seed. And what? Heirs, according to the promise. Let's go to Luke chapter four. This is Jesus now. He's our example. Now, you know that Jesus was operating as a man because the Bible says when he came up out of the water, a dove of the spirit of God came on him like a dove. Am I right about it? Now that spirit of God came on him like a dove with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Say amen to that. Plus the fact he had to be water baptized. So he was operating just like a person. So don't think Jesus was up here, you down here. No, no, he's bringing you up there with him where he is. All right. Look what it says here in verse, um, let me just go and start at verse 18. Jesus opened the book and said, the, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach deliverance to the captive, recover the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach what? The acceptable year of the Lord. Verse 19 in the Amplified, please, sir. 19 in the Amplified. To proclaim the accepted and the acceptable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. Now, for those people who don't know what profusely means, I looked it up. It means to go beyond limitations. It means to break limitations that have been there in the past. It means to break through to new levels that you've not been able to break through before. Profuse means extravagant. It means lavish. It means overabounding. It means to pour out. So God wants favor to profusely abound toward you. Say amen to that. 
So you want to expect favor to show up in everything you do. I said in every place you go, you want favor to be right at the door waiting on you. This is the year of God's favor on your life. Say amen to that. Now, so you got to expect favor. All right, let's go back to Luke chapter four and look now at verse five. And we're going to integrate that with, with Joseph and Daniel. Luke chapter four, verse five. Let's look at it. Maybe we better start at verse one. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost, say full of the Holy Ghost. Returned from Jordan where he was baptized and was led up in the spirit uh, by the spirit into the wilderness. Keep going. And being 40 days tempted of who? The devil. The devil is the tempter. Got it? Come on down to verse five. And the devil taking them up to a high mountain and showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Keep going, please. And the devil said to him, all this power will I give you and the glory of them for that is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will give it. If you will therefore worship me, all shall be thine. Glory to God. The kingdoms of the world are the spheres of influence that the world is operating under that the enemy, Satan, has captured and is ruling from. Now, let me stay with me because this is where it gets kind of technical. Over in Proverbs 9.1, please don't go there. Just, just listen to what I'm saying. He's going to put it up on the board. It says this. Wisdom has builded her house. She has hewed out herself seven pillars. What is the purpose of a pillar in a house? Close it up. So there are seven pillars of society holding society up. God thought of that. The devil copied it. And what he did is came in and he is now occupying the mountain tops. Because whoever is on the top governs the mountain. Well, I trust you, you're blessed by this powerful teaching. It's called the Law of Favor. Now, today's teaching is a part of an exciting three-disc series. Now, here's a very important point that you'd like to remember. In Luke chapter 4 and verse 19, Jesus says, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord when the salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. Now, that's the Amplified Translation. Profusely means to go well beyond limitations of the past, or it means breaking into new levels. So God wants favor to profusely abound in your life and show up in everything you do. Praise the Lord. Well, our announcer is going to give you some important information on how you can order this 
powerful teaching on the law of favor. And I'll be right back. Favor determines the limits of everyone's destiny. Favor is like faith. It demands that God be your source and your only source. You can wear favor. People can see it on you. One encounter with favor was worth a lifetime of labor. With favor, you're going to get confidence. With favor, all you got to do is know God. Now, I want you to get that, saints, because that is one of the biggest differences between the world and the church. I said, God will open up your door. That door can be locked and sealed for years, but when you stand in front of it, it will open up. The favor of God is so powerful. Until no harassment, no weapon, no nothing, because God has endorsed you. You're going into a place now where God's about to raise you up, but I don't want you to compromise going up the mountain. Come on, I don't want you to bow to Baal. I want you to maintain your stand. And the way you're going to do that is through favor. Understand God's favor. Expect His favor and wear divine favor on your life in Pastor Winston's dynamic teaching entitled The Law of Favor. To order on CD or DVD, contact us at BillWinston.org or call 1-800-711-9327. Walk into your destiny and rise to the top when you experience favor, positioning you well beyond the limits of your past in The Law of Favor. Order The Law of Favor series today. As our special offer during the month of March, for your gift of any amount, receive Dr. Winston's book, Divine Favor. Learn how to operate in God's favor every day and truly experience the abundant life Jesus came to give you. Call 1-800-711-9327 and get your copy of Divine Favor today. Sometimes God takes us and moves us into a place that is conducive for what he has to manifest through us. Just like he did Joseph in moving him down to Egypt. Sometimes he changes our environments. Well, that's designed to trigger something inside of us, an anointing that will release a certain amount of the power of God, of the favor of God, so that God will raise up us up into those positions that he wants us to be. So sometimes we get in those positions and we get a little bit things get a little bit tight and and we wonder, is God still with us? Yes, he's still with you. But notice what's about to kick in. Favor. Praise God. And God's about to show everybody that he's with you. Praise the Lord. Well, this is Bill Winston. Until next time, we love you and keep walking by faith. God's about to take you somewhere that's going to make you distinguished. There was confirmation that took place tonight. There was revelation that came tonight. You need to be excellent on your level. Through science, we are actually admiring God. Courage is nothing more than your faith reaching through your fear, displaying itself as action in your life. Business and ministry leaders from around the country are preparing to gather for a life-changing conference like none other. 
This year's conference will include workshops, networking, business expo, career fair, and much more. The 2015 Missions and Marketplace Conference, March 25th through the 27th. Register now at mm.billwinston.org or call 1-866-816-4653. Get ready, get ready!